Welcome to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast. We're so happy you're here today to learn about how to create fresh perspectives on profitability, people, productivity, and finding peace in your small business. Today, we're going to dive into some fresh perspectives on peacefulness. Oh, get ready. This one might blow your mind. <laughs> Good pun. Yeah, I just had to do that. <laughs> well, hi, business rock stars. My name is Maggie Mongan, and I am your host today. I'm a tenured master business coach and thought leader for small businesses. And I'm also the CEO of Brilliant Breakthroughs, Inc., which is a coaching practice that specializes in guiding small businesses to optimize business performance and leadership. Now, if you're new to our podcast, you're going to learn I'm all about improving the underserved small business sector. And I honestly believe small businesses are the accelerant of our economy, so much so that inadvertently, I ended up founding a number one best-selling business book series for small businesses. Now, don't worry. We'll share a little bit more about that later. But most importantly, I want you to really understand, like all good things that happen, I didn't do it alone. I invited tenured experts to join me in the authoring process. And today we have with us one of our tenured experts and a returning author to our series, a number one international best-selling business author, Carrie Hoffman. Welcome, Carrie. Thanks, Maggie. I'm glad to be here. I know. It's hard to believe this is your last episode in our series here. It is hard to believe. But that's okay. We'll make it rock. Exactly. Okay, everyone. It's really important for you to know who Carrie is because she works with exceptional executives and business owners, I would say, right? That's right. Okay. And why does she do that? So they can understand and apply new digital ways to working so they can thrive at an accelerated pace in this 21st century business that we are all moving and grooving in. We can all feel the speed. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> wow. Um, there's so much that we get to talk about today. So thank you for showing up. Yeah, one more absolutely. Time. Glad to okay. do it. Okay, so let's talk about this. The book series is titled Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. The subtitle is Fresh Perspectives on Profitability, People, Productivity, and Finding Peace in Your Business. Now, here's where it gets a little tricky. All five books in the series have the same name, but they have different colored covers. Volume five, which is what we're addressing today because Carrie wrote a great chapter, the 10th chapter in volume five, is the book with the beautiful turquoise cover. So if you see the whole series, think turquoise when you're thinking of this conversation. Now, Carrie did something really cool. In volume three, she wrote about how to do the digital transformation. And that's really like part one of her whole message in our series, because in volume five, in chapter 10, Carrie wrote The Power of the Human Mind, and that's behind the digital mindset. So these are really like individual chapters and concepts onto themselves, but they do 
work together, don't they? Yeah, they absolutely work together. Okay, so today, volume five, turquoise cover, <laughs> chapter 10, the power of the human mind. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> it, all right, we need some help navigating through this because, boy, if there's anything that happened during COVID, it's like our minds got a little screwed up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, had a couple malfunctions there. Um, so, Carrie, I know you can help us do all sorts of really cool things with our minds, or at least introduce us to what we can do with our minds. So what's the context for this episode's topic? Yeah, so we already hinted, right, at um, the speed of business. It's fast right now. Businesses, business has actually been accelerating for at least two decades. And in order to keep up, businesses have to transform the way we work. And they also have to practice extreme customer centricity. Hmm. We have the industrial age is over and we are in the next age. Thank God. I know. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. But along with that comes this huge speed of business. And so a lot of transformation and it has a huge impact on people. So you and I have previously talked about this, right? The two possible extremes, people who are stressed out and overwhelmed or people who are thriving and transforming their businesses to be wildly successful. So I tell people like, just pop your head up for a minute from being so busy and look around and you're going to see both these extremes and everything in between. <laughs> Amen. Right. Mm -hmm. What a lot of people don't realize is we have unlimited resources at our disposal that can help us through all this change and transformation if we use the power of the human mind. Oh, there's the tool. Yeah. So today we're going to dive into some science and even history because I want to reduce the naysayers on this because a lot of times when, we, when I talk about mind power, and the techniques behind it. People think it's a bunch of woo-woo. So, <laughs> <laughs> but my goal is to get more people on the road to harnessing the power of their human minds. So we have to like dispel the woo-woo today. Okay, we can do that because this is all scientifically validated. That's it a, I was going to say proven, but validated, much more it powerful. Is. Yeah, it is. Okay, so you know I'm passionate about history as well as the history of the power of the mind. So should we just dive right in and see where this goes? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's rock. So the power of the human mind is a fascinating topic and the secrets to unlocking it have been studied and taught for millennia. I know, isn't that cool? Oh, it is, it's so cool. So I highly recommend reading a book called The Prosperity Bible because it consolidates a lot of the great works. This, of course, you know, Maggie, because you're the one that originally told me about this book. <laughs> it is awesome. And I am grateful to you for bringing, you know, bringing me onto the book because I had read, I had read some of the books that are in that book, um, mm -hmm. but there's so much more in there. There's references to the power of the human mind and a multitude of religions. Um, it's been taught by people like Napoleon Hill and Think and Grow Rich. And his more recently published Outwitting the Devil was actually published after he had already passed on. Right. Um, Earl Nightingale's talk, The Strangest Secret, and Brian Tracy in several of his books, and many, many, many more. So you can find so many more in the Prosperity Bible. You know what? One of my favorite ones is in the Prosperity Bible 
Which it's, one? Um, Barnum. Oh, yeah. It's a very, very short book. And it's interesting because he wasn't so smooth with words. He was pretty gruff. And, and it comes through in the writing. And he just drops one fact after another fact after another fact. So I encourage everybody to check that out if you get the Prosperity Bible. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Definitely worth reading. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as you as you read. Oh, oh hold and- on. Hold on. <laughs> She's got more. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. It's not just about reading. No, it's not. It's about applying the wisdom. Oh, absolutely. Okay, you have to apply it. No, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. Well, because- and I, you know, I think apparently humanity needs to learn this over and over and over again. Yes. <laughs> Maybe because we're not applying it enough. <laughs> <laughs> Consistently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's even like the more recent book, um, The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. And a lot of people read that book and thought, oh, this is so cool. It's all new. And I was like, it's not new, but it's great because it popularized mind power into the law of attraction framework, right. which people found that easier to apply. Exactly. And it, made it more contemporary, you mm-hmm. know, because these are yeah. lessons that, you know, um, were really big over a hundred years ago. Right. And, and it reintroduced it. So that's great. So hopefully the history is becoming a little more well known right now, but let's, can we talk about the science? Yeah. Because I, I think a lot of people don't know about the science. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. Um, the science is a lot less known, uh, and there's still a lot of people that think this is all a bunch of woo woo, right? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> when they read, you know, they can read it over and over and over again by different, but they think it's a bunch of woo woo, and it's not. That and that was a concern of mine when I wrote the chapter, as well as when I coach and mentor people, and I want to introduce them to the mind power practices. Um, with what I've learned, we are now using, I'm now using this in my consulting business um, as well with large corporations, even though Mm. it may seem like woo-woo, because if I get any naysayers, I can point to the science behind it. So I did, I did a lot of research and I continue to do a lot of research even after I wrote the book. And I'm pleasantly surprised, like when I did the research for the book, Um, about the magnitude of research that's being conducted at universities like Princeton and Cambridge, and that's been going on for decades, Mm -hmm. by organizations like IONS, which is the Institute of Noetic Sciences, and published in books like What the Bleep Do We Know? The Biology Belief is a great one. The Extended Mind, Real Magic. There's science in every single one of those books. It's amazing. And it's waiting for everyone. It is. Okay. So it is refreshing to see all this proof that's out there today, but it's taken the human race a long time to get where we are. Carrie, why is that? Help us out here. (laughs) So once you jump into seeking the science, um, you not only find a plethora of validation behind the woo-woo, but you also find an extreme amount of intellectual suppression that's happened over a millennia. So this suppression has been placed upon those conducting the research or those practicing advanced mind power techniques and consciousness techniques. So you'll find people that even put their life and their career at risk 
um, just because of the fear, I guess, behind um, what we learn about the power of the mind and how powerful the mind can be. So I was surprised. I was surprised by there's all this scientific proof, but then there's all this suppression at the same time. And in the um, in IONS, the Institute of Noetic Sciences, some of the scientists that you find there like had to do the research outside of their academic, you know, doctorate degrees and being professors in the university. They had to separate it because if they if it was studied in within the university, they could lose their tenure. And, and we're talking not that long ago that this has happened. But the good news, I think, is it's becoming less. That's lightening up a bit. OK, so a bit. Keyword. A bit. A bit. A bit. Yeah. Keywords. Okay. The suppression does continue to be lifted, but it's there. So what are some of the areas connecting science and mind power? Now there's entire fields of science that are connecting the two, right. which is really fun. Pretty um, cool. Yeah, it's very cool. And one of those areas um, is quantum physics. That's bridging the gap between science and matters which seem to live more in the spiritual realm, if you will. So, so, I, so I have a funny story. I was first introduced to quantum physics over two decades ago. I was never a big fan of standard physics. I took it in college. It was didn't really like it. A lot of work, <laughs> not a lot of progress. You know, like if you throw the ball this far and at this speed and at this arc, you know, uh Mercury's orbiting <laughs> in a parabolical. Oh my God. Yeah. I took, that at, I took that at university and I hated it. So, you know, quantum physics, I, I was like, eh, physics. But I had a little friendly rivalry with a peer when I was working at J&J, like over two decades ago. And he, he was reading about quantum physics and spouting off about it. And I'm like, well, I, I got to learn about this because I, I got to find out, you know, what is, what is he what is he reading about this stuff? Oh. And, it, and it was fascinating to me. <laughs> and it was a huge aha for me as I read about it because it, it gave me this link between um, spiritual and science. I have always been both spiritual and I love science. And I never thought the two should be mutually exclusive even though like they've been fighting against each other, right? For a long time, you can either be right. scientific or you can be spiritual. And I'm like, no, I'm both. Why can't I be both? And quantum physics brings these two together and also is highly related to other areas like consciousness, which is highly linked to mind power. <laughs> I hear what you're saying because in the science groups, they would say I'm so spiritual. And in the spiritual groups, they would say I was so scientific and I would just laugh. And I'm like, you're still missing it. You know, yep. so, so, well, gee, how long has that been? That's, that's been about 15, 20 years, you know, that yeah. I've heard that. And now because of quantum physics, it seems like there's this melding and this understanding and some, some people are a hundred percent with it and others are like, yeah, I hear it, but I'm not so convinced yet. Yeah. And that's true. okay because this is an evolution, right? Right. Okay. So consciousness is finally becoming more mainstream, right? Yes, definitely. How can consciousness be explained? 
<laughs> and there's so many different explanations, right? Right. Well, and this is a hot topic in the age that we're currently living in. In fact, um, I was driving uh, the other day. Um, we just went on this mini one-day vacation thing, and I, I saw a sign by one of the local um, health networks, and it just said meditate. And I was like, wow. Uh, you know, a health network is telling people to meditate. We're like, we're making progress here. We've come a long way, baby. <laughs> we have, we have. <laughs> so one of my favorite explanations of uh, what consciousness is, is from the book Real Magic, which is by Dean Radin. And it goes something like this. Let's assume that personal consciousness, which is a widely accepted thing, right? I can say humans are conscious and people get that. Right. right. We have a conscious, we're conscious. And so let's assume that personal consciousness and universal consciousness are made out of the same stuff. So, per, so personal consciousness may be thought of as a tiny piece of universal consciousness. The key is that it's not a piece that's been broken off and separate from the rest of the universe, but rather personal consciousness is the tip of an extremely large iceberg of universal consciousness. Oh, sort of like a, a, it's a facet in a diamond. Yes, exactly. That's a Got great it. way to think of it. And also like you'll hear people say, I think it's being, you, you're hearing more commonly, it's said that we're all connected. Right. Everything's connected. That's what that means. We're all connected because we're all part of a universal consciousness. Oh, you know what, Carrie? <laughs> There's a movie that depicts this extremely well. Ooh, what is the movie? You already know what it is. <laughs> You've probably seen it. <laughs> probably. But the second one is coming out during the holidays this year. And it's Avatar. Oh, yes. I love Avatar. Mm -hmm. I didn't know there was a second one coming out. Oh, there's already scheduled a third, fourth, and a fifth. They're oh, coming my. out each holiday season starting this year in 2022. So get ready. Oh, that is so cool. And if you've seen that movie and not really thought about it in the terms of this connectedness and mind power, like watch it again. I've watched Avatar so many times mm -hmm. because there's so many things and references and, and pieces um, to it that bring, bring the, these topics right into the movie. So I can't wait to see what they do with the second one. So watch the first one before you go to the theater and watch the second one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cause that's going to be important that you do that. Imagine. So, so tapping into the rest of the iceberg through okay. your subconscious mind, that's where the power lies. Okay. So there, and there's that plenty of, yeah. And there's plenty of examples of how mind power can turn the unknown or impossible into the known or possible. Okay. Now Carrie, you know, you can't say that there's plenty of examples and me not follow up with, okay, what are they? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and I, I'm hoping we have time for two examples. I think we do. Yes, let's do it. The first example is actually in my chapter. The second one is not. Okay, bring it on, baby. Bring Bonus. it on. So the first one is one that many people are familiar with, right? The world record for the mile was set at four minutes and 1.3 seconds. And that lasted for 10 years. 
Right. Right. And then there was a, that's because there was this mental barrier to breaking the four minute mile. There were all kinds of things and stories that said it's not possible for a human to break the four minute mile. Of course, it was broken, right? In 1954 by Roger Bannister. It was broken and it was, his record was three minutes and 59.4 seconds, just Mm -hmm. under four. Right. But even more interesting and that people don't always know is that that record did not last long. Now, remember, the previous record was for 10 years. In just a year later, three runners broke the four minute barrier in a single race. So, oh, oh, okay. So oh, they, yeah. they um, broke through the myth. Yes. Their conscious their mind. mind now right. said it is possible to break the four minute mile. Go for I it. Can you do can do it, do it too. It. <laughs> right. And then the subconscious worked on that and gave them the tools they needed to make that happen. Beautiful. So that's the first example. The second example comes from research I've been doing since I wrote the chapter in volume five, because I'm a continuous learner, which is important right now in the next stage we're living in. Yes, it is. And it's in the area of lucid dreaming. Okay. So Mm. if our listeners haven't heard of lucid dreaming, this is when you become conscious in the dreaming state and you can influence the direction of a dream. And there's a number of books and techniques to on how to accomplish this state, okay? I'm fascinated about it because um, when I was a child, I used to have these types of dreams. In fact, I loved going to sleep because I looked forward to it because I could make myself fly around and dream and, and explore the dreamscape, okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I don't know, whatever happened, happened. I hadn't, I was, as an adult, I haven't been able to do that until recently because I was researching and getting back into how can I lucid dream. And Uh now I did recently fly in my dream and I was conscious in it and it was so much fun. (laughs) But let me, but okay, that's a little personal side note. But what I've learned in this research is that you can actually access the universal intelligence in the lucid dream state. Okay. Okay. How cool is that? Way. And if you're thinking that's a bunch of woo-woo, there are proven scientific experiments where people tap into the universal intelligence while they're lucid dreaming and they learn things they could couldn't previously have known in any way. But it was verified once they were back in the waking conscious state. Okay. Okay, and this, this is you. usually this is usually things about um, a loved one or somebody they know that they couldn't have possibly known because the loved one never told anybody else, and they find it out. And when they're awake, they they do it. It's a planned experiment. Okay, so it's just another whole fascinating bit of science that you can put on your reading list. And to me, like for me, it was like the best verification of the universal intelligence, and geez, a way to tap into it that Hmm. I hadn't previously previously known about. So, All right. You said you were doing some research. Is there a book or two that that was excellent for lucid dreaming? Yeah. You know, there's actually a lot of books on lucid dreaming. I don't know if these are the best, but the ones that I read were um, Lucid Dreaming Made Easy and Lucid Dreaming Gateway to the Inner Self. Those are two different books. Okay. 
And, and they're really validating the power of the human mind. They are. And, and the connection of the subconscious to the universal intelligence. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Sweet. Woo-hoo. Not woo-woo. <clears throat> Proven, validated by science. <laughs> woo-hoo. Not woo-woo. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> you got a new tagline. <laughs> All right. So this is really cool. And, and we need to wrap up. So is there anything else that you'd like to share? Well, at the end of the day, you have to believe in mind power to practice it and get connected to the universal intelligence. And getting the most out of the power of our minds takes regular attention and intentional practice. So thinking about what you want, in essence, sending your subconscious positive thing to work on is one piece of regular attention and intentional practice that you can use to ignite and amplify the power of your mind and ultimately be in the right frame of mind to transform your business and your life. The right frame of mind. Right thoughts. Positive with thoughts. Right, right actions. Thoughts. Yeah, that's right. Yep. What do I want? <laughs> not what do I not have? Beautiful. Wow. Carrie, thank you. Whew. We went deep on this one, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, we did. I'm like, pull myself up. We got to do our outro. <laughs> Okay, so, so isn't that fun? Because, you know, maybe people don't realize we don't um, edit these, we just let it roll, because we want it to be real. So you're getting real like, whoo, okay, now I got to come back to to reality. reality. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's do this. Listeners, this is how you can learn more and engage with number one international best selling author, Carrie Hoffman. Start by reading chapter 10 in volume five of the book, Brilliant Breakthroughs for the Small Business Owner. Keep in mind that this conversation is in the turquoise covered book. And Carrie, at the end of your chapter, you did something really cool at the bottom of your author's page, which I should say comes after a really neat glossary you created for everyone to help them understand (laughs) some of these terms. The bottom of your author's page, you gave everybody an invitation. Can you share what that is? Yeah, I gave everyone an invitation to my video series that's based on chapter 10. So it's a series of videos that that goes through some of the um, information about the mind and the different pieces of our mind and also techniques that you can use to really leverage the power of your mind. So it's a great video series or like five to 10 minutes each and Um, very consumable for people. All right. Thanks for doing that and breaking it down for us. You're welcome. And here's something else that's pretty dang cool. Right now you can learn everything about the book, the whole book series, and all the authors, but in particular, Carrie. Go to the book's free app in your app store. Type in Brilliant Biz Book. That's Brilliant B-I-Z book download it and once you download it you'll see all sorts of things we have our podcast there we have a community page for small business owners and we even have a feature that's called ask an expert you can reach out to anyone on our team and ask them any question you want but i bet you want to ask carrie hoffman a question after hearing all this so pick her name click on it and an email 
concept is going to open up. You're going to be very familiar with that formatting. Just go ahead, type in your question. It'll land in Carrie's inbox and she will respond back to you. But I bet it won't be in the first hour she's awake every day. <laughs> no, it won't. <laughs> ah, you have to go listen to the previous <laughs> podcast episode to understand that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was bad on me, but it's true. So you can ask Carrie anything you want. She'll respond back to you in email. That's a pretty cool bonus, isn't it, Carrie? Absolutely. And I'm happy to answer questions. Yeah, you're pretty good at that. Okay, so now we've alluded to the fact that Carrie has a couple episodes here, and I want to share with you in volume three, where she talks about digital transformation, her episodes are 105, 112, 118, 127, 132, 138, oh, and uh, I think 143, oops, yeah, 143. Yep, 143, yep. Okay. And so these are in the notes, too, of the box. <laughs> this yeah. session in case you didn't write all that down. <laughs> yes, thank you. Now, now for this um, volume five, chapter 10, The Power of the Human Mind, episode 207, 218, 230, 239, and there's one episode in between 239 and this one. I don't know what the number of that is yet. So um, you'll definitely want to check that one out because it's the prequel to this one. <laughs> exactly. Carrie, you have done an enormous amount of sharing today and throughout all your episodes. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Maggie. My pleasure. You rock. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And listeners, we appreciate you listening to the Brilliant Breakthroughs Business Podcast where you learn about how to create more brilliant breakthroughs for your small business. Shine brightly until next time.